the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoshio Podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. It's a couple minutes after 4, Thursday the 16th of January 2020. How you doing? It's Tim DeMoshio. We're glad you're listening in. Forecast calling for some clouds, a balance of the afternoon. Very windy. Hold on to your hat, toupee, small children, lawn furniture, and when getting out of your car, careful your door doesn't swing open and hit the car next to you. Almost happened to me today. Flyers had a nice win last night in overtime. Jake Ward checked with the goal, put the Flyers on top 4-3. They're home tonight against the Canadiens. Sixers won 2, 117-106 over Brooklyn. Tobias Harris, 34 points. 10 rebounds. Ben Simmons, 20 points, 11 assists. They're home tomorrow night against Chicago at 7. And uh, in big news for Eagles fans, Harold Carmichael. Grew up watching him as a kid. Elected to the Hall of Fame yesterday. We're hoping in the next day or two to uh, have at least a, perhaps a player, a teammate. Harold, Harold's like swamped with interviews, so uh, we probably won't have Harold on the program. But we may be able to get a teammate of his on uh, or someone from the Eagles organization to chat about that. But today, we actually have a pretty cool guest we're going to be bringing in in a moment. And her name is Maria Furlow, and she has a book called Confident Moms, Confident Daughters, Helping Your Daughter Live Free from Insecurity and Love How She Looks. We mentioned this a couple of days ago. Uh, Every now and again, we'll have authors on. Of course, we'll have musicians and athletes and columnists, and we love to take calls as well as we have the opportunity. So uh, we'll be joining a conversation here with Maria in a moment. Um, also just a quick reminder, we continue our partnership with Preborn, January Sanctity of Human Life Month, and we're trying to provide, uh, and help uh, Preborn do this, $28 to cover the cost of an ultrasound. And simply, it's, a, I love it because it's a gentle way you provide the ultrasound for a young girl or woman who's, uh, you know, perhaps abortion-minded, not sure, you know, not sure if she's going to keep her baby, maybe. It's a tough time to think through, especially if we weren't expecting to uh, have a child. And to just kind of give them a, a view, a bird's eye view, if you will, a mom's eye view into the, the baby in her belly and a chance to hear the heartbeat. And just without even saying a word, let that uh, say a picture's worth a thousand words, a, an ultrasound's worth at least a thousand words, if not much more. And so for $28, you can provide one of those. And to do our part, if you will, we're hoping to provide one a day for this year and rounding up just a little bit. So 400 is our overall goal. Had a nice week last week, got off to a good start, kind of stalled out a bit. Had a couple of folks do one each earlier today. I think we're on 88 total, so we're getting close to a quarter of the way there. If you'd like to help out, it's simply toll-free, 833-850-BABY, 833-850-BABY. It's 833-850-2229, or you can help out by clicking the preborn banner at WFIL.com. If you want to do five, it's $140. You can do a monthly gift, which actually counts, I think, 10 times toward the overall goal. 
they know some folks will fulfill that obligation and go past 12 months, and some people may fall off earlier, and they're able to just kind of we've agreed on a, a 10 time thing. So if you're like, you know what, I'd like to help out. In fact, I'd like to do a lot. I just don't have a lot right now. Well, maybe do a $28 a month gift. That would count 10 times toward our goal. So uh, again, and I think when you're setting goals and when we do this as a radio station, we know there's always going to be a need, but we don't want to let that stop us from doing something. So that's why we set a goal that we think is achievable and that we can get our minds around and work together towards and then say we did our part and perhaps we'll join hands with them again next year. But you know, the idea being let's do something, let's not do nothing because we can't wipe something out. So uh, that said, again, it's 833-850-BABY, or you can click the uh, preborn banner at WFIL.com. Danny's behind the control board over there. How's your day been so far, Danny? You it's look, been pretty good. Yeah? You've been yeah. busy? Yeah. I, I didn't see you earlier. Often our paths have crossed to this point, but actually just saw you a minute ago. I know. Time for the show. I know. I guess we better get in the studio. Yeah, I guess we better get to work. So That's right. Did, you have, did your car get blown around on the highway on the way in? It was a little scary. Isn't that crazy? All of a sudden, you know. Came out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, uh, actually, speaking of which, you know, this weekend, we've had the mild stuff happening. Do you see where we may get a little snow action on Saturday? I know, and I've planned Saturday. Well, I can't believe that. Then the snow will just have to move to a different day. It really has to. Okay. Well, sorry. I have plans as well. I'm supposed to actually DJ a Sweet 16. Oh. That'll be interesting. Slog through the snow. Can't wait to hear that playlist. Yeah. <laughs> well, in any case, be aware that we're going to be sunny with a high of 33 tomorrow. So we really drop off a cliff a bit tomorrow. And then it looks like for the next week or more, it's going to be in the 30s. So a lot different than we've been kind of lulled into, especially I guess last weekend we, we crossed the 60 degree mark both Saturday and Sunday. So any, uh, anyhow, keep an eye out for that. We have a quick break to take and then we're going to... Uh, Chat with Maria Furlow, author of this book, Confident Moms, Confident Daughters, Helping Your Daughter Live Free from Insecurity and Love How She Looks. I read through this, really liked it. Looking forward to chat with Maria in just a moment. We'll also have copies to give away. And as usual, from now, even before we start talking with Maria, if at any point you're like, you know what, that sounds like a good book, I'd like to win that. Feel free to send a quick text to our text line. We'll receive those throughout the hour and we'll draw some winners uh, perhaps during the hour and or at the end. All right, our text line is 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. And uh, just tell you, first and last name for you and the word confident, and we'll know what you're texting in for. Back with more in just a moment, the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of the Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. It's 411 on the Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. Thank you for listening in today. Don't forget, you can always get the podcast of our program shortly after the program at WFIL.com. They're absolutely free. Help yourself anytime that you like. Our guest uh, today, her name is Maria Furlow. The book is called Confident Moms, Confident Daughters, Helping Your Daughter Live Free from Insecurity and Love How She Looks. How are you doing, Maria? I'm doing great, Tim. Thanks for having me. You're calling from the lovely state of North Carolina. Is that correct? Yes, that's right. It is a beautiful day out. <laughs> glad to have you aboard and uh, glad to talk about this book. Uh, we get lots of books here at the station for you know just to have folks on. And when I saw this one, I pulled it out. I have three daughters myself. Confident moms, uh-huh. confident daughters, helping your daughter live free from insecurity and love how she looks. So uh, from what I read, you, a, very, a topic very passionate and close to your heart. 
Yes, that's absolutely true. And you know from having daughters, and I think from, you know, growing up in the generation before, we just want more for our kids than we experience for ourselves. And I know that, you know, speaking through my own adolescence and also my year three ministry, I just really wanted to prayerfully figure out with God a way to tackle this whole plague of insecurity and body image. So it's a really important topic. I feel like it affects lots of areas of life of young women and women. Absolutely. You know, your friend uh, Jennifer Dukes Lee, herself an author, wrote the foreword uh, to the book, and in it yeah. she talks about a mirror fast that she took. Talk about that, if you would, as a little kickoff for us. Yeah, it's such a it's such a cool thing. You know, uh, Jennifer and I, even before we talked about the content of her foreword, both practiced having a mirror fast in our life, separate from this whole book process. Okay. And it was just a really beautiful thing to see the fruit that God brought of it in my life and then her life. And really, mine happened accidentally when I was pregnant with my my daughter. Uh, we had moved into an interim house that didn't have any mirrors in it. And, it, you know, they had face mirrors. They could still brush your teeth and get ready in the morning. But I didn't even really notice that there weren't any full-length mirrors until I went to the store one day, shopping through cold, you know, nine months pregnant, and I walked by myself, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I took note of the flood of negative thinking that went through my head that I had not spent a minute of thought on in the past three months. Yeah. And so a light bulb went on in my head, like, wow, first of all, I survived three months without a full-length mirror, without really even noticing that I was missing one. Right. And then, two, really how hard we are on ourselves when we do see head-to-toe. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. And she did her own. Well, in in Jennifer's case, uh, she had talked about covering the mirrors, not just, you know, blocking them out, but also putting words like beloved and chosen and beautiful on them to remind herself really where her confidence hopefully would come from and her security in the Lord. Yes, that's right. And that's what I've done on my daughter's mirror, just put up verses from Proverbs 31, you know, with pretty flower, you know, borders and graphics on it, just so that every single day when you are getting ready that you see God's truth right along with sometimes the, yeah. you know, our own truth. Chat with uh, Maria Furlow. The book is called Confident Moms, Confident Daughters, Helping Your Daughter Live Free from Insecurity and Love How She Looks. Uh, one of the things early on in the book, and I'm, I'm thinking there's lots of different angles for this topic. Obviously, it's loaded. Mm-hmm. You could talk for a long time about it, and yeah. a, a book is a great way to at least address a lot of things. Uh, but early on, there's a story just the jiggle arm story, which I thought was interesting, yeah. right? And also because it really lends to what one of the things, one of the questions I had scribbled out ahead of time before reading that part was, so what does confidence look like? Because we probably know what insecurity looks like. Maybe but what's the path toward something that I want to go after? Not just say, don't do that, but what do I do? So tell that right. tell that story if you would. Yeah, so I was eating dinner one night. I was in my early 20s eating dinner with a friend of mine and her family. And sitting next to me was her mom. And then next to her was her brother. So her mom, you know, son was sitting next to her. And we were, it was a one table full of people, 20 people sitting at the table. And her arm was, you know, up next to her on the chair next to her, you know, kind of up in the air. Yeah. And the, her son was just one flick at a time, <laughs> you know, just like flicking her arm jiggle. And, you know, I think all of us can understand, like when you say arm jiggle, we're like, yeah, okay, we understand. Why. Yeah, right, right <laughs> you know, at the bicep area. Like, yeah, you're trying to hide that, yeah, usually. Yeah, we usually 
try to hide it, you know, especially in pictures or in certain angles to put one's arm at, you know. And so I was just, I caught myself staring because it was intriguing to me because most of the time, what I realized about myself and a lot of women is that we are, or, you know, women and men, we're, we're thinking about what, our, what, we, what we look like, what our image is, how are people looking at me right now, how are they viewing me, about our bodies, and sometimes about who we are, how we're acting, what we say. Yeah. And so it really got me thinking about what it would look like if worrying about what other people were thinking about you was not on your mind. Hmm. And she was just engaging in a conversation as if it, it wasn't even happening. And so that was one of the first times, you know, I believe that God puts kind of seeds in your heart, you know, that he does works in us over time. Yeah. And seeing her be confident in that way at that table was really eye-opening to me that maybe living that way is possible. Because up until that point, I had just kind of accepted insecurity and poor body image as something that just was mm. Not something that you can change or would want to do anything about because it just is the way that it is. And so seeing her gave me that first glimmer of hope and maybe, maybe that there is another way to live when it comes about thinking about how we're looking. Maria Furlow is our guest. The book, Confident Moms, Confident Daughters, Helping Your Daughter Live Free from Insecurity and Love How She Looks. If you'd like to win a copy, send a quick text to 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683, whether you'd be interested or maybe as a gift to give to somebody. And we'll put you in the mix. We have several copies we'll hand out uh, today. So get yourself in there. Just first and last name, if you would, and the word confident. And that way we'll know what you're texting in about. Quick break. We'll continue our chat with Maria Furlow, Confident Moms, Confident Daughters. In just a second, it's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. 421, the Tim DeMoss Show. AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the app, which you can download free from WFIL.com. Chat with Maria Furlow. The book is called Confident Moms, Confident Daughters, Helping Your Daughter Live Free from Insecurity and Love How She Looks. I think what you just said is actually a really important point, the fact that something's possible. You may struggle with something for such a long time that maybe you just think this is kind of how it's going to be, or even, even if you thought it could change, like, I don't know, it's probably too much work. Let me just learn how to cope with it. Um, and the problem, though, being you're saying, uh, really, and also in the book, that, that insecurity is not just something you can kind of lop off and shove to the side, that it seeps into everything in your life, including parenting, yeah. right? Yes. And when we are, when we have insecurity that is, like you said, seeping into all areas, we're modeling it when, we're, when we don't even realize it. And so really what kind of bursts this desire in me to do something about it was when I had my daughter and she was a baby and I was holding her and wrestling with this thought of wanting to teach her how to be confident, but realizing that I couldn't teach her what I didn't know. Mm. And so that was where this whole, you know, kind of journey was born of, you know, really a lot of the book talks about ourselves as moms and women, you know, aunts, grandmas, mentors, you know, it's really a work on ourselves so that we, number one, we know how to teach it to our girls and model it for them. But then number two, that we're not modeling insecurity when we don't even realize it because we're young women, we're, we're smart. You can't get it. You can't get something by us. <laughs> you can't fake it. Yes. <laughs> we can tell. Yeah. Well, and that, that point comes through clear in the book that it really, in the end, it starts with, in the end, in the beginning, it starts with mom, even though as a parent, there's a lot of pushing out going on and you're trying to 
a lot of times protect your kids, if nothing else, from having to go through things that, you know, just want to, in all areas of life, but especially in this area, I'm sure as a mom with a, a, and it's interesting to me when I read that in the book, that that thought occurred to you right from the get-go when your daughter was born, you know, that that's something I might've thought of as a dad. And I have thought of as a dad, but not till the girls are closer to adolescence. I wouldn't have, you know, never, I was just like, you know, I'm thinking that when they're born, but that's obviously something that's, you know, uh, clear to you much faster and much earlier. And, and that's neat how that, that, how that, God's worked that process in you. Yes, and um, I'm grateful for it. And I think that as I as I minister to moms and women and daughters in this camp, there's two different places to look at it. One, where you do have a, a baby or a daughter, you're like, I just don't have to worry about that yet. But the reality of it is it's better to cut our teeth on this whole thing, <laughs> yes. you know, when they're younger, so that by the time, you know, my daughter just turned 12 and we are, you know, now we're eyeball deep. But both my husband and I, since we've spent so many years just really getting ready for this time, we're, you know, we're ready. We're not going to get it perfect, but we're ready. Um, Or then you flip that to the moms that are like, oh, my gosh, it's too late. I've spent the last three years doing everything opposite (laughs) that you, you know, you talk about. But then uh, to those families, I just whisper the hope of my mom and I went through this process of healing from insecurity when I was in my 20s. And it was just as beautiful of a growth and healing mm. um, at any age. So I don't believe that there's ever past the point of hope, but I also do believe that it's never too early to start putting this lens on for our girls. Uh, that's a great point. I, I love that because I know that uh, one of the things you talk about is that you're, originally the book was going to be more in that obvious sweet spot of, of you know going into the teenage years, but then you start thinking about writing it for even younger than that. And now you're also addressing the fact that maybe you're not even catching it till later in life, but that, but, but that if your identity is really ultimately in the Lord, then it's never too late right. to understand that. Right. And that, and that's the confidence mm-hmm. you're also, you're talking about, right. Cause uh, to, to clarify, you're not looking for like, no, put the insecurity aside. Let's be confident, not self-confident right. like I am right. because I am me, right. but because I'm yeah. his. Yes. And there's freedom that comes when we kind of realize, you know what, actually, we're not that great. <laughs> I think for so many years, I was afraid to admit that to myself in, in fear that I was just going to think worse of myself, right? Well, I already think so terribly about, you know, how I act sometimes or my looks, that if I admit to myself that actually I'm pretty flawed, then it's just going to spiral me down. But what happens when you know the Lord and when you're in His Word and you, you kind of let His truth seep into these areas, you can find freedom in the fact that, we're not meant to be perfect. Our bodies were never created to be perfect on this side of heaven. And then you can kind of just accept that truth and then allow God's confidence of Him in you to kind of replace that void of, you know, feeling down about yourself. So I do think that it is, it is an important mental shift of acceptance of, yeah, you know what, when we look in the mirror, we're, we might not like everything that we see. And confidence doesn't mean that we ever get there. It just means that we accept that and we don't make it a big deal in our identity uh, yeah. and, and having that identity in Christ in us instead. Yeah, yeah. Maria Furlow is our guest. The book, again, Confident Moms, Confident Daughters, Helping Your Daughter Live Free from Insecurity and Love How She Looks. Share, if you would, for a second, just anything, you know, whatever aspect of your relationship with your daughter and how, you know, what, what, whether it's a lesson that has been learned through what you're learning and modeling for her or maybe a question she's had that you guys have talked through. Or, well, you know, obviously you can keep things personal to yourselves, but anything that might just be kind of a, an example of what your book's about? 
Yes. Well, I think that, you know, since I started so young with Faith, by the time she was old enough to have these conversations, yeah. it's almost one of those things that's just like mom's quirky things. You know how like your parents are like, oh, that's just mom or that's <laughs> just dad. But, yeah. you know, by the time that she's, she's in middle school now, like there's certain things that like, you know, she has three brothers. Yeah. And so they're not, they're never, ever, ever welcomed in our house to really even talk about physical appearances sure. to one another sure. or make fun. And so these are kind of like little jokes between us now through the years. Like if brother uses the F word, which is fat, we yeah. don't use the, the F fat word in our house. Her and I give a little like eye roll and like you talk about side why that's not important. Yeah. Uh, or just now that she's getting older and she has her fashion choices, yes, right? Yes, that, right? That, you know, inevitably inevitably they are definitely never going to line up with ours right right <laughs> it's a you know, well it depends on how much stuff things. comes back in vogue at, at times my son was wearing my dad's jacket the other day actually oh <laughs> which, wow which yeah, is a really cool back thing back, right yeah but way back like the, it's, it's so old it's new right. so but go ahead yeah right yeah. so for for my daughter and i the conversation is she would basically live in sweatpants and converse whether she is going to a wedding or whether she is going to school or serve at church, it is sweatpants and converse with a side ponytail. And so her and I, these back and forth discussions are, I have to be really intentional about saying, this is, this is not about your beauty. This is not about, you know, that your clothes make you who you are. It's just a certain level of respect that we give to where we're going. <laughs> yes, yes. As to whether it's right. That's very. So, but we, <laughs> yeah. I have to walk those lines because I know, you know, well, what do you mean that like, does this look bad? Right. So these are just, these are just fine intentional lines of in conversations with one another, just being aware. And it's constant. Like, you know, of course I still get the eye roll. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, mom. Yes. But I just really, but, but still, I'm still not going to let her go serve at the church service in the church with the sweatpants on. Yeah, yeah. You know, or Easter. Like, can I just get one picture per year? One family picture per year. <laughs> You're bringing so, up, you know. Yeah, Maria, Maria Furlow is our guest. The book, Confident Moms, Confident Daughters. Uh, helping your daughter live free from insecurity and love how she looks. We need to take a quick break. We'll keep our chat going. And just as a side note, if you want to win a copy, we have several to hand out of this book. Just send a quick text to 610-500-DOVE. That's our text line here, 610-500-3683. Your first and last name, if you would, and the word confident. And if you happen to have your name drawn out, we'll send you a note back for your full address so we can send your prize out to you. And in the meantime, again, I mentioned a quick break, and we'll keep our chat going here. Thanks for listening in. It's the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 4.33 on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Forecast calling for some clouds the rest of the afternoon. Very windy. Clear night, low 24. Sunday tomorrow, high just 33. And then as we head into the weekend, just to keep an eye out, the temperature going to be in the 30s. Actually, right through next week, it looks like. And we may get a little snow and or rain on Saturday, especially. Flyers won 4-3 last night. And overtime, Jake Voracek with the game winner. They're home tonight against Montreal. Minus uh, gar- uh, goalie Carter Hart. He's going to be out a couple of weeks at least with an abdominal strain. Sixers won last night as well. 117-106 over Brooklyn. Tobias Harris, monster game. 34 points. 10 boards, and Ben Simmons added 20 points and 11 assists. Sixers are home tomorrow night against Chicago at 7. And uh, the Eagles, proud to have longtime receiver 
Harold, Carmi- uh, Harold Carmichael uh, make the Pro Football Hall of Fame yesterday. We may have a uh, in the works right now. Uh, Harold's super busy, so we're not going to be able to get him on necessarily. But we do have um, we do have a couple of potential players in the works who may join us in the next day or two on our program. So keep an ear out for that. And uh, we're glad to have you listening in today. Uh, six, uh, the, the book that we're chatting about is called Confident Moms, Confident Daughters by Maria Furlow. And just so you know, once again, if you want to text in uh, to win a copy at 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. Just throw your uh, first and last name in there, if you would, and the word confident, and we'll we'll um, you know, know what that's for. And we'll draw maybe before the hour's through and, uh, again, at the end of the hour. Maria Furlow is our guest. The book, Confident Moms, Confident Daughters. It's funny. I was just having this conversation with a 15-year-old who's very near and dear to our family, and she likes wearing sweats. She also wants to be a lawyer. And we were sitting at our kitchen table a night or two ago, and she was talking about her love of wanting to be a lawyer. And, she, and she's talking Latin with me. We're talking through the terms. And then she's wow. like, but I want to have to dress up. I don't know that I want to wear skirts all the time. Like, do you have to wear a skirt in right. court? She's like, can't you wear business attire? Yeah. She's like, that's even too much at work. I'm like, well, so maybe you could right. be like the sweatpant lawyer or something like make your, make your brand, right. whatever you want to be. They may not pay you as much if you're right. not looking the part. So, right. Uh, right. but it's funny you say that. And, and on, along with that, honestly, one of the questions I had written down for, my, for you was just the, the difference between insecurity and even just the thoughts about fashion, because you're not advocating in the book, look dumpy or don't groom uh, or anything like right. that. But don't find your identity in it. Cause I'm, I'm, I don't know about you. I'm looking back in high school. I'm 51. Back in high school for me, I was like, well, I had long hair in the back. Uh, there's right. one time I had two small braids on the side because Russ Taff of the Imperials, who's my favorite singer, had two little braids. Uh, <laughs> I considered an earring, but I never got one. And I wore OP shirts and jams and clam diggers multicolored. Like I wa- so I know I wanted to fit right. in and I was aware of those things. Not because I was insecure, right. but I, you know, fitting in and not being kind of too crazy. You know, how do you talk about that sort of stuff? Yeah, I think that it's such a great point because really God has given us these things. He's given us bodies and faces and clothes. We can't deny that that's a part of our living and existence. But it's been that kind of self-awareness to go, am I making this decision because I, because I feel, um, I feel like it's important to me the way people see me or that I come off a certain way or am I making this decision because I enjoy it and it's kind of fun? You know, like I think about that with makeup. You know, I think that you can be a confident woman that wears makeup, and I think you can be a confident woman that chooses not to wear makeup. The, the confidence isn't based on what you're wearing or what you're doing. Yeah. And I think that it's really important in these kinds of conversations, especially when I've had these conversations in group contexts. God is infinitely creative, and what, he, what brings me confidence and joy about my appearance does not necessarily translate to the woman next to me. And we can give each other that grace uh, and that freedom to just be individual in, in what makes us feel beautiful. And it's an okay pursuit to feel beautiful as long as it's for us in the way God has created us and not necessarily, like you said, tying up our worth in it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a great point you just brought up because I try to be very gentle or generic on like not pronouncing like first of all i don't know what i'm not the most fashionable my wife keeps me fashionable but i'm not like i'm <laughs> pronouncing like this is what every woman needs to do you know i think there is a, right. there's obviously yeah. some space for what uh you know those topics that are related to what the security what how do you how are you confident in your walk with the lord and how does that translate to 
to how you dress and how you carry yourself and all that. So, but but it's not exactly like everyone has to like your you know rank and file. Everyone step in line, do it this way. So, um, and as a parenthetical comment, just uh, you know, for folks just tuning in, we're chatting with Maria Furlow. The book is called "Confident Moms, Confident Daughters." Um, in the book, you talk about at one point the the, the voices in the culture are loud, and mm-hmm. and there's a need to to say this message and. Not that um, – I just want to say I'm glad you wrote the book and I'm glad we can have this conversation because even if people on the very, very simple level would say, yeah, our identity should be in the Lord and not in if people like us or like how we look right. or how we like ourselves, right. it's a message I think just like in all of life and walk in the Christian walk, you need to be reminded all the time of things. Uh, it's and not yeah. because we're – I mean, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not, yeah. it's not a, a bad thing at all. It's a very good thing to be reminded of the truth. Over and over again to help us, as Scripture says, to encourage each other daily, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and there are direct links. I think that women like me, who have struggled with insecurity, we we kind of know know that that's a part of us. And I think that it's just for me in my own life, I've kind of related it to uh, the idea of addiction. Like once you have identified an addiction, it's something that even when you're not actively using, you have to be aware of it, right? And yeah. so for insecurity, that's that is kind of like that for me. And mm. so there are studies that link these insecurities to, um, to images on Instagram or Facebook and, and the media that you're consuming. So it is a very visual struggle. And so when we are seeing, you know, imagine the amount of images that we consume now in our culture compared to 100 years ago, right? The amount of women that we can see to compare ourselves to, our bodies to, is really infinite. And so we do. We just have to be reminded, or else we'll just be consumed by everything that is being thrown thrown at us. And so, it's gentle reminders that we're not alone in this. And it's kind of like identifying it and calling it out to say it's okay. You know, I've had to wrestle with myself, my participation in social media, especially as being an author. If I was just addressing it as me as a woman, it would it would probably be better for me to just not be on it at all, hmm. and to to honor and protect you know what God has done in, in me with the insecurity, but balancing life's demands, you know, and also, you know, family, but, but acknowledging that it's there and being confident about putting boundaries, even if it's unpopular and people think I'm crazy. No, no. <laughs> but to, to know that, right, that I need to do it. Not at all. I think that's very, that's very wise. Scripture says, make level paths for your feet, right? So the mm-hmm. lame may not be disabled, but rather healed. I think in Hebrews twelve thirteen and the struggles with sin that we have and and whatever it might be, I, honestly, as you're talking there, I, I, I thought about uh, two or three things. One is, um, and I'm going to cycle back to the social media in a second, but just, you know, it's easy for any of us to think, um, you know, we know what we know, and maybe we think life is a little bit different. We could be a little bit wrong about something. We might have missed something, a detail here or there, but mm-hmm. we don't really realize the extent to which maybe we've missed something entirely. So not being a woman myself and having uh, a, a wife who I, I say she's the most beautiful woman in the world and I tell her that every day. Um, yeah. Five children later, she's still the most beautiful woman in the world. Um, <laughs> and 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 then and then our daughters. But you bring up a point, like in the book, like just because maybe you think everybody's doing all right, doesn't mean that they are. Yeah. And not in not in an alarmist way, but you bring up like right. at least there could be a struggle going on. Just make sure that you're not you haven't checked out or you're going by what's on the surface and they they look, they look all right. right, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I know that because that's how I, you know, that's how I was as, as an adolescent and even as an adult, you know, when I share my story with groups of women, they're like, you? And I'm like, yeah, 
definitely me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so just because somebody carries with themselves in a certain way, and honestly, you know, sometimes it's just a really, it's a really vulnerable and hard thing to share. And so that's why as a mom, as a dad, you know, really, if, if mom and dad aren't noticing, then who possibly would, right? Yeah. You know, God has given us these roles in our homes uh, to, ha- to be with our kids for these years. And it is so easy, especially as they're getting older. It sounds like your kids are, um, you know, are some older ages to just, to just kind of just keep going every day and not take the pause to say, I don't want to be paranoid here, but I just want to, first of all, spend some prayer time. That's always how I start this discernment process with, you know, a change in behavior in my daughter to say, okay, Lord, is this something that I should enter in on? Is there something going on here? Or is it something I can just be praying for her about and not enter in on? But just being conscious about even if something is looking okay all on the outside, there may still be stuff going on underneath of that. And really that's what I just think is so awesome about the gift of prayer and the power of the Holy Spirit. If we ask Him for that wisdom, I believe that He will give that to us. Maria Furlow is our guest. The book we're chatting about, Confident Moms, Confident Daughters, Helping Your Daughter Live Free from Insecurity and Love How She Looks. We've been mentioning throughout the hour, if you want to text in to win a copy that will draw some winners and uh, before we go to our break, let's at least pick one off the text line. Danny, do you have a winner for us we can congratulate? I do. Okay, I'm ready. Terry from Warminster. Congratulations, Terry. Pats in the back, high fives, and stuff like that. And uh, we have more copies, though, if I'm not mistaken. So Terry's not the only one, right? Correct. We've got, we got a stack of books to hand out. So oh, if yeah. you, you want to get in the mix, text in 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-36-DOVE. 83, and uh, just put your first and last name, if you would, so we know who you are. You're not just a cell phone number. We want to get to know who you are a little bit, and the word confident will help us know that's why you're texting. We'll uh, wrap up our chat with Maria in a few moments. Take a quick break first. You're listening to The Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL.com, and on the app. Have a guest you'd like to hear on The Tim DeMoss Show on AM560, WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. Just about 447, the Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. Thank you for listening in today. Maria Furlow, our guest, Confident Moms and Confident Daughters, is the book Helping Your Daughter Live Free from Insecurity and Love How She Looks. And cycling back to the social media thing you were talking about and just kind of staying away from it um, just by virtue of how much of a challenge that can be. I wonder if people really realize, like, one day I'd like to, you know how people take their family photos and everyone's smiling and uh, it could be Christmas time, holiday. We didn't get a card out, but here's our family. I would like to have a, a picture or two of what what happened before you took that picture, <laughs> right? You know, uh, or or, right. or a ten second video of people complaining. Do we have to do this? Just get over here. You're not smart. Look at here. Stop poking your brother. Right. Put that up there rather than the end product where we're all looking at the camera, all smiling. Right, right. right. So. Yeah, like that would be more realistic. So even if you're not, it's not the body type thing or you're comparing how you look physically, uh, specifically how your body is, the whole image thing on social media is, you know, we want that end result of, even if we're not thinking vain, we just want it to be right. And we want to all be right. You know, right. So. Yes, I've heard some for um, it put this way, and I thought this was really accurate, that we are seeing someone else's highlight reel of their life. <laughs> and not only just one family or one person, you're seeing, you know, hundreds of people's highlight reel, and you're comparing that to your <laughs> yes. minute-to-minute drudgery. Right, right. <laughs> like, something's not, why not? Yeah. 
You have, just also so people understand the book, a Confident Mom Challenge, uh, discussion questions with your daughter, and a mom's prayer mm-hmm. at the end of each chapter, I think. What, what's that trifecta about, and what led you putting it in the book? Yeah, I think that there are really three uh, intentional sections because it is a mom journey, but it is also very much a mother and daughter journey. And so while the content through the chapter is kind of meant for moms to have content to chew on and pray on, but then, okay, well, let's put it into practice. And so the Confident Mom Challenge is something that we can try on as moms with the hope that they we can actually then do it with our daughters. And, and you gave an example of that in the beginning of the mirror fast. Right. You know, even doing a house mirror fast, right? So the challenge is meant, okay, mom, you give this a try, and then when you feel brave, do it with your daughter too. But then the discussion questions are really meant for us to be able to engage with our girls together in whatever context, life stage, coffee, tea, shopping, just in passing through the living room to ha- be able to have discussions with our girls. That's good stuff. And, and you mentioned also uh, the three sons. I need to bring this in for a second. Uh, the idea of what about boys and to the extent that there's some overlap, perhaps with what's in confident moms, confident daughters, and not to stereotype, but guys to me, at least some of the time, including myself, might be less concerned with our appearance and more just looking to see if our clothes pass the sniff test or, you know, whatever. Right. Like, <laughs> but you'll see guys right. with their pants hanging down or this or that, like, come on, dude, I don't yeah. need that. And they're just trying yeah. to fit in, too. So how much is there some overlap with the guys on this or? Yes, well, it's very interesting because this journey, like I said, for me, started 13 to 14 years ago when I was in youth ministry, right? Yes, Seeing what I saw with the girls there and then having my own daughter. And so it's very eye-opening to me that not much content lasts 13 to 15 years, but what the daughter stuff has remained very consistent over this past decade. Hmm. What I'm noticing that's newer that I'm noticing in my own home and also in, you know, ministry circles and church circles and school circles is the overlap with boys that generationally, I don't know exactly maybe what's changing in our culture, but a lot of the insecurity characteristics that at least for me growing up, at least on the surface were more just for the young women are now really translating in, yes, to to sons and daughters. I do think that as a, a young woman, your mom is kind of like your first model of what confidence looks like on a woman. And so for a son, that first confidence model is going to be the dad. Yeah. Well, there's a lot in this book. There's a lot of good, uh, helpful material. And also, I mean, really getting to the heart of things because, uh, you know, you, you referenced that as well. Even even with the obvious, I think at one point you talked about for a mom and her daughter, the physical aspect matters. But if nothing else, that kind of training is at least out there by default where you have gym class and, and you know right. what healthy eating generally looks like. If nothing, else, mm-hmm. put the cheese puffs away and eat something that actually right. grew out of the ground. <laughs> But the heart stuff that goes a lot deeper, and it's work, you know, that's also so part of the book seems like yeah. it's a fire, uh, you know, it's a way of saying, hey, roll up your sleeves. That's absolutely true. Yeah, we have lots of different places teaching us what healthy eating looks like, what physical activity looks like. I feel like that information is just ready available even at a young age the kids when they go to their well visits with the pediatrician or in school classes and gym class. But this character building and especially this finding our identity in Christ related to our confidence and our bodies is something that I just feel like is talked about a lot less. So we really have a, a big, a bigger job to do in our homes. Maria, before I wrap up, um, just on the topic in general of insecurity and finding your security in the right places, I don't know if there's any outstanding thoughts off the top of your head about, uh, you know, whether... 
one thought that came to mind for me, this is kind of a miscellaneous crumbs at the end of our chat here, but sometimes I think, you know, maybe somebody's insecure and they don't realize it, or maybe they know they don't feel great about themselves, but they don't put their finger on it as here's where it's coming from or why. And so they Mm -hmm. act a certain way just to make themselves feel better and whatever that not to, so that's just one aspect of it but as you step back from and all the writing you did and, and living and what you're putting into practice mm-hmm. with your family are there some things that that can help any of the listeners listening in understand the topic better whether it's on the side of identifying or whether it's on the side of how do you actually really chase the, the well version of being secure and under god's leadership and all that yeah i think we have the difficult job as parents of really knowing our children better than they do. And when I was growing up, you know, 12 through 18, really struggling with this, there is no way that I, that I was able to articulate it. And so I really just needed somebody to be a student of me. And so that's my prayer for us moms, in particular for our daughters, is that we really have to be a student of our girls growing up and noticing, noticing, you know, behavior changes, word changes, and so they might not even realize that they're insecure. And I mean, we don't need to label things, right? Like, yeah. we don't need that put upon us. But it's okay for us as moms to say, you know, I wonder if this is something that CD is struggling with and just praying about that and finding ways. You know, I've always found that the easiest way for me to have honest and open conversations with my daughter is for sharing a story about myself first and making it about me and my story that God has worked me through, and then that's seeing where the conversation goes from there. Interesting. That's good. If folks want to also get much more, because you do some blogging on your site, is that right, periodically? Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. yeah. Okay. mariafurlow.com, yep. Okay, and furlough just spelled F-U-R-L-O-U-G-H, and we'll put that in our podcast so people can find it more quickly if they want to listen after the program, too. So. Okay. Maria, it's great talking with you. Thanks for writing the book, and God bless you as you keep yeah. uh, soldiering along there and loving your family and with God's strength and yourself, too, right? I mean, that's what you're, you're... Yeah, 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 yeah. How much of the book would you say is really for the mom versus the daughter? I know. <laughs> Most of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. My so per- God bless you, too, with all those five kids. How old are your kids? <laughs> I have uh, two sons, 21 and 19. And then the okay. girls are 16, 13, and 9. Okay, so you are right. You're right in there. Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting season of life. It really is. It is. But God's good, every, and he gives us what we need for the next set of tasks at hand. So That is exactly right. One day at a time. Amen. Amen. Yes. All right, Maria. Thanks okay. again. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. That's Maria Furlow, the book again, Confident Moms, Confident Daughters, Helping Your Daughter Live Free from Insecurity and Love How She Looks. I love that we get to have authors on every now and again, and just people who have really thought about things, have prayed about things, have learned about things to be able to share. We often mention on this program that we hope it's a help to you. Uh, I'm a Christian. If you're tuning in, not everybody I know is who's listening in, and that's all right. Uh, I think the best way I can help a person is to point them to Christ, but um, there are other ways to do it, too. And then maybe just something that you hear that you are helped by information. It could be just something as simple as a forecast or a good laugh or winning a prize. So that's part of what we do here each day. Um, Speaking of prizes, Danny, do we happen to have any more winners we want to make right now? We can also make them after the show. We do. Okay. So who who do we have in the hat we're going to pick out? We have Rita from Southampton. Rita. Hey, Rita. Congratulations. And Bob from Westville. Nice job, guys. Well, very good. We will put prizes in the mail to you maybe even tomorrow, 
and they have both won copies. Uh, if you want to, I think we may have one, do we have one more copy we can give away. I think we have, uh, we do. Okay. So if you want to text it at 610-500-DOVE, we'll, uh, we'll make another winner. I'll give you another 15 minutes, let's say, quarter after five. We'll, we'll draw another winner off the air, and you'll know because we'll text you back. The number is simply 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-3683. Uh, have a, you know, every now and again, and just put your name in there and the word confident. Uh, have a nice card here from Jackie in Norristown. It says, Dear Tim, thank you for taking time uh, to take my call and allowing me to be a winner on your talk show. I find your program very uplifting and highly informative. It is also fun and inspiring. Keep up the good work. Uh, I want an apologetic CD on your show. I want to know you. I am thoroughly enjoying it uh, to the fullest. So that's very kind. And on the outside, it actually says to teach is to touch a life forever, which is kind of nice. So people actually, you know, you are allowed to write. We give the text line out, but you can write. The address here is simply 117 Ridge Pike, Lafayette Hill, PA, one nine four four four. Let's wrap up with a fun apologetic song, shall we, Danny? All right, let's do it. Have a great night, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>